Hello and welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by the Daryl Davis Travel Agency. Where do you want to go, man? Springfield, Tampa, Canada? I bet you do, but do you know how to get there? Daryl Davis Travel Agency bets that you don't and is also banking their entire life savings, including their Roth IRA, on the fact that you're literally too damn lazy to Google how to get there and then also research how much it would cost to find a safe place to sleep. Watch as internet-savvy magicians type away on keyboards, possibly wireless ones, to locate information that you could probably find if you enter the right keywords into a search engine. Be prepared as they will print, not email, a whole list of hotels for you to stay at along with prices. Feel confused as they tell you there's no real savings with them. There's actually an additional fee because they did all the work for you. It's a convenience charge and yeah, it's non-refundable. They don't care if you threaten to leave a bad review of them online because they're also banking on the fact that you don't know how to do that since you came to them in the first place. Head over to DarylDavisTravelAgency.com. Oh wait, you probably don't know how to do that, do you? Send a letter with your phone number to P.O. Box 345, Jersey City, New Jersey, 07097, and Daryl or one of his cousins will probably call you. Tell him that MindGap sent you and he'll probably say something real sarcastic to you in a nice Jersey accent. This week's episode is brought to you by Elfin and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash and 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois. Look, I know you're looking for that perfect English pub experience so you can grab some incredible drinks and tasty food. Elfin and Castle has you covered. They have excellent daily drink specials, happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., and some delicious-ass food for you to chew on while you watch some fucking sports. Come on down to Elfin and Castle at 185 North Wabash or 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois, and tell them that Mind Gap Podcast sent you. On this episode, Justin and I battle a fly in the room while discussing the new Star Wars trailers that came out during Disney's D23 conference. We chat about The Mandalorian as well as Rise of the Skywalker. I give Justin some story ideas that my brother and I came up with that would vastly improve Rise of the Skywalker, and also posit an interesting debate question. Are the Star Wars prequels better than the new trilogy? Strap in your seat, prep your droids, and get ready for light speed as we warp into episode 211 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. So do you think that it got a copyright claim because of the content? I think it got a copyright claim because of Google's algorithm. I'm just saying, like, do you think... I, my guess is that the people who put that movie out, and we're just going to leave it at that, uh, are more sensitive to people critiquing their movie. When I think of the trailers we've done on that so far, they've been a bunch of who-gives-a-fuck movies. Yeah, but not this one, man. This one, no. This is Fox. Right. Fox doesn't have much to play with anymore. From the person who stars in This Is Us. <laughs> from the man who stars in... From Luke Cage. From, from the Luke Cage people. From Tover Grace. I don't think you understand how movie trailers work, Chuck. It's, I think I do. It's not, it's not who's in it. It's the people who brought... So Fox would be the people who brought this to you. Okay, but the person I'm watching isn't Fox. It's Tover Grace. I understand that. But A.K.A. Venom. Right, exactly. You know, best known for his role as mm-hmm. Venom in, Spider- in 2007's, uh, you know, Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. 
I think it was 2007. I don't know. Check's out. The check is out. Bitches. Spider-Man 3. Oh! Did you nail it? See, it made sense to me because I was like, I was still at the Essex. Woo! I remember seeing a trailer for it going, God, that movie, that trailer, that movie looks awesome. And then everyone just going down the shitter. And to think a year later, we got Iron Man and the Dark Knight. (laughs) So here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to go too far down this road this week, but we already discussed it. But Tom Holland did come out now that talks have completely disintegrated between Disney and, and uh, Sony. And Tom Holland said, you know, uh, we're going, this is it's going to be, be different. It's going to be something very special, says Tom Holland. Could you think of a more, like, PC response to give than that? That, and I saw he's like, look, guys, it's going to be great, and it's going to be different. Right. We're, it's like, well, we, we know it's going to be different. Oh, we know yeah. it's going to be different. Uh, yeah, we're working on a very... Sony already working on a, quote, very different Spider-Man 3. Yeah, it has to be. Oh, <laughs> it has to be so different. Yeah. Um, is this... Wait, is this a quote from Holland? There's definitely more to come. We sat down with some of our creatives. We pitched Spider-Man 3, which is going to be something very special. It's going to be something very different. I'm just so grateful that Marvel changed my life and allowed my dreams to come true. And Sony allowing me to continue living my dream. It's a crazy week and it's never been done before, so we'll see how it goes and it'll be and it'll be as amazing as fun. I, look, I love Tom I wanna, Holland. I want to thank Marvel for making my dreams come true and I want to thank Sony for allowing me to live out the remainder of my contract. Right, exactly. Um, and yeah, let's get this done. I spent uh, <laughs> I spent a solid week crying into a pillow about this. Um and uh, now my PR person says that I need to come out and say the following words. So here's what I'm going to say. There's definitely more to come. We sat down with some of our creatives. We fit Spider-Man 3. I, you just know that he's... He, again, I love Tom Holland, and I think I'm sure he's, you know, he's a, I'm sure he's a really nice person, and I, he's a, I think he's a great actor, and I, I think he's fun and just whatever... I can't imagine he believes what he's saying. Oh, of course I just not. can't imagine. You just can't go out there and be like, fuck this! You know, like, you can't do that. Well, you could. Yeah, but, you know, he's... Yeah, he, it's something where you have to be, you know, gracious and, and everything like that. And who knows? Maybe we'll be surprised, right? Yeah. Crazier things have happened. Sure, they I have. I think the odds are stacked against him, as we talked about last week. Absolutely. But, you know, here's <clears throat> to here's to hoping. Here's, here's, here's to keeping a... Hope alive, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, the um, the article that we posted on um, on uh, Twitter uh-huh. uh, that 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 posited uh, the the potential for Disney to just buy Sony. Yeah. Did you read that? Yeah, I did. What did you think of it? Um, I mean, do you think they could do? Because again, we talked about. Oh, I know we talked about that. That's mm-hmm. right. We talked about that the other day when you were downtown. Um, yeah. We, uh, you know. It, they're about Disney's about what three times or so bigger than uh, yeah. as far as uh, their market cap. Their market cap. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think they would? Is do you think that's something that they would uh, legitimately pursue? I mean, the article basically posited that uh, Disney could buy sections of Sony, especially like the technology to basically get like PlayStation and stuff right. like that, and in the process also nab Spider Man, yeah. which isn't a bad idea. Well the thing is especially for the sake if of doing getting Disney. their stuff onto the PlayStation platform. Right. Well and if they've got the Disney Plus thing that they're launching, like how cool would it be to have a dedicated set of things, Sony smart TVs, mm-hmm. Playstations, things like that, yeah. where it's just like 
if you get this, you bundle a like yeah. that would really drive Probably those what sales. Netflix has done with a lot of their stuff. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, it's not out. It's it, it, aside from them being like, we'll pay you eight billion dollars just for Spider-Man. Like I could see them talking right. just like that. And then also, um, you know, this would make sense too. like if they wanted to do yeah. that, it'd be a lot all at one time, though. I'd be like with the Fox acquisition God, with, with everything. The, yeah. just be like, dude, you guys got to relax. You know, <laughs> you guys are you're not spending yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to take it back a sec. So um, speaking of Disney, this is this this is going to bug the hell out of me. It's not even. What's that? This. Oh, why? What's going on? It's just... <laughs> Justin is currently uh, pulling the underwear out of his butt crack. Apparently, it's been bothering him all day, and he's oh, worried... poop on it! Okay, well, there you go. Well, you know, we live dangerously. All right, I'm okay. back. Oh, welcome oh, back. Oh, now it's uncentered the other way. Whatever. <laughs> well, look... If you're watching listen, the Twitch you stream You just pull it week? out of your ass. There's nothing about it being centered, man. You gotta have centered underwear, man. No, you don't. If it's off center on the crack, it does not feel now, right. Off centered socks is a different discussion altogether. How is off centered socks any any worse than off centered underwear? Well, here's the thing: you get that off a little bit, and now your toes feel weird in your socks. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what about your butt crack and your giblets? Eh, it's fine. They're always off center. Mm, I disagree. I mean, my left Strong ball's disagree. over here. My right ball's over here. I mean, they're not symmetrical. <laughs> my left ball's in my jacket pocket. <laughs> right, my right, right ball's at home right now. Yeah, right? I mean, shit. Yeah. What do you want from me? Talk about off-center. Am I right? Oh, boy. Hey. <laughs> Jared, no one asked you. He said I'm with Doug. No one asked you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, speaking uh, anyways, of Disney. Speaking of Disney, um, Disney released a couple of trailers recently. One. Star Wars related. So if you're a Star Wars nerd, we're going to be talking about this uh, to the Sam Cooks of the world who want to keep their uh, ears and eyes shut until yes. episode nine. You're probably going to want to avoid this because yeah, we're going to get into we're it. We're going to dive in real deep. Yeah. So uh, first, first thing, the Mandalorian trailer was released. And uh, I got to say, I'm fucking pumped. See, okay. I'm glad you are. Mm-hmm. Tell me why you're what not. What else? <laughs> uh, no, I... I guess I didn't understand. I I thought for some reason I thought I had missed uh, a giant section of like this was because I know people have been talking. You would have been talking about it. I've heard other. I've read articles. People have been like the Mandalorian's coming out. This is going to be amazing, Mandalorian. And I have no. I was like I don't know what that, I don't know what that is. I feel like I missed a giant announcement about what this was, or I should have my nerd card revoked because I was like sure okay the Mandalorian. It's another Star Wars fucking story. For don't starters, we have enough of these? Your nerd card will never be revoked. Okay. All right. We don't do that here. Oh, we that's punch you works. in the face emotionally, but we never revoke cards. <laughs> um, I remember they announced this and I was not excited. Um, they're like, oh, but John Favreau's attached and he's going to be directing and all that. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But it's just like, I don't really, I'm concerned just because of most stuff that's come out recently with Star Wars. I'm just not that pumped about it. And um, I was like, I need to see a trailer. I saw the teaser. I'm like, okay, you got my interest. And then this most recent trailer, um, if you haven't seen, I recommend going and watching it. It's only like a minute and a half, but it it has the look and the feel of Rogue One, which, as I told you, uh, I feel like, in my opinion, is the best, most recent Star Wars film that has been released. I would have to agree with that. I thought I liked, I very much liked The Force Awakens because it was essentially just, as we talked about, the remake of A New Hope. Um, so we know that all the beats worked, and the fact that we got to see Han and Chewie come in and Han got some closure, Harrison, no, Harrison got his closure mm-hmm. on the character. 
Um, I thought that was a fun movie. I do think that Rogue One was probably the the from a movie standpoint the best movie out of the new ones. Force Awakens was I good. I take that back. Solo was probably the best movie okay. out of the new ones. Uh, Force Awakens um, was good for me with the contingency that it would answer questions. Okay, and that it would it would create a better fuller arc of the trilogy and right now that's in greater question we're going to put a pin in that and come back to that okay. in just a moment but with the with rogue one being that it was it explored more of the galaxy right it got away from the family drama right because really to quote my brother that's what star wars is this is a family drama at this point in it time. is it's a space opera that centers around a family drama yeah. Yeah. you might as well watch you know uh days of our lives at this point in time in space um but rogue one got away from that it looked at completely different set of characters. We got to see different parts of the galaxy. We got to see different trouble. We got to it enhanced the Star Wars experience. Okay. And when I look at the Mandalorian, not only do I see that same thing, but you see a different side of it. The right. opening trailer <clears throat> is stormtrooper helmets on pikes with blood on them. Right. I'm like, okay. You got my attention. Now we're talking. And you got you see Carl Weathers there looking nervous. Well, he's obviously doing dealings with this Mandalorian bounty hunter. You're seeing like a lot of unsavory characters. By the end of the trailer, you watch a guy assumedly get cut in half yeah. by a goddamn door. I'm like, uh, this is uh, this is not a new hope. I don't understand how that's going on their family friendly platform. Oh, I, you know, again, I think this is a darker. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's a more gritty look at the universe of Star Wars, and I'm like, I'm all for it. So in the in the new episode nine trailer, mm-hmm. just we're going to jump back and forth a little bit mm-hmm. here. In the new episode nine, Be careful trailer, what you're jumping into here, buddy. Uh, they the the thing says. It, um, the final chapter in the in the Skywalker saga. Ugh. So again, what is there? Why is there... Do you have an issue? Kill this fucking fly. No. This thing is driving me nuts. Mm-mm. Okay, Can't do it. Won't Can't, do it. No? Mm-mm. All life? Because if you want me to swat at this thing, there's going to be problems. That's all I'm telling you. All of a sudden... I'm going to move this over here. Yeah. Um, all this water. <laughs> you know what? I take back every request I've made. Um, I, I don't have... I don't actually... When they, when they phrase it like that, and to... to Understand that these this nine film arc has been that has been around this this family this the Skywalker family the Skywalker saga. I'm actually it it makes it okay for me. It makes it feel better. I like the fact that Rogue One split off and it explored more. I like the fact that the Mandalorian does that. I like the fact that they are using this to close that chapter on Skywalker and hopefully go more into a Rogue One more into a Mandalorian-type storytelling. I'd be okay with more Star Wars, uh, Star Wars canon-based. It, the fly is now on top. <laughs> it spilled all over your face. I'm so sorry. It's I was amazing. Like, I was going to try and go, whack! It hit my head, but it didn't work. Okay. So this is great for I, the podcast. I really wish this was a high-def tw- Yeah, the podcast listeners, this is, yeah, I mean... Just this fly just landed on my head, and I this just is, sat there patiently, <laughs> trying to see if I could slap my head and kill this it. This is just great content. Yes, um, engaging is what it yes. is. So, <laughs> Doug's got fist. Ah! Don't do it. I won't. Okay, <laughs> don't do it. This is going to be so, really annoying. Yeah, all this I'm is going to be the entire episode. So, uh, I I would like to see more set in the Star Wars universe, um, but like again, exploring nitty gritty, exploring different genres in the Star Wars universe. 
but getting away from the Skywalkers. I'm okay with nine closing the chapter on it, using it to to, to tie a bow on the story as gross as the bow is probably going to be. <laughs> That's what I have to say about nine. Thank you for that last part because because yes. the thing is, you know, if we're going to wander into the uh, episode nine territory. Um, I do want to come back to the Mandalorian. I don't want to. We, I don't we want can, to cap that. But yeah. my response to that is, um, you know, when you've got a studio that is that has launched Marvel, right? Right. That has put together this amazing, amazing story uh, tied together over 10, 11 years, and then you look at Star Wars and you're like the fuck are you guys doing over here? Like, what is happening? Right. And it's a situation where I look at this, and what bothers me the most, and my brother and I had a long discussion about this. We had a two-hour discussion, not entirely about this, but a good chunk of it was about this, where I'm watching the new, tr- the new trilogy play out, and I'm starting to get really concerned because Force Awakens, again, like I said before, fine, exciting movie. I went to the theater twice to right. see it. I loved it. it I was loved everything about it. First one in a, in a long time. It was, spo- it was, you know, practical effects. Yeah. J.J. Abrams, a trusted name in movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, going to make up for uh, the shittiness that was the previous three. Okay, yeah. we're into it. Let's do it. So, yeah, that, was, that expectation was there. Yeah. And um, it goes into, you know, that stuff. It goes into uh, The Last Jedi, which... I liked it first, but as I've said recently, has not aged well for me, and that's not good because it hasn't even been two years. Now I only seen it once. Yeah, that's also for me. That's telling. Like I watch it, I was like, I really liked it because I thought it took risks. But then there was a lot of questions. Okay. The more you look at it, and this was again, I can't take full credit for this because it was my brother bringing up some of these points too. But you run into situations where, okay, so. Let me get to the meat of this. We are very likely going to have a debate, either now or in the new future, depending on how episode nine goes, and we're going to ask ourselves, were the prequels better than the new trilogy? Now, you and, s- So you bring this up, and immediately my stomach turns. Oh, Because I'm, I'm just like, I oh, go fuck yourself. Agreed. Yeah. But let me lay out some things here. Because, and for the record, I'm not happy about what I'm about to say, but it fucking makes sense. All right. All right. Let's take a look me. at the prequels. All, all right. right. Yep. For all of their flaws, the prequels established their own story. All right? We got to see the scope of the galaxy. We got to see the scope of the situation. We saw massive amounts of clones attacking the techno-robo-union army. Um, We got to see giant space battles. And I'm not talking about the epic of this thing, because that was like beating yourself. It was like a Michael Bay movie. Like, we get it. These things are happening. But the the, the thing was, we saw what was at stake in the universe in this story. We saw the breadth of the clone clone army and the whatever, the separatists, all right? Mm. As annoying and I think in a lot of ways completely (laughs) un... What's the word I'm thinking of? Unmotivated? Uh, uh, unacceptable use of politics in this film. At least I got to see a galaxy reacting to what was going on within it, right? Sure. We got, we got to see you Senate. Also, you also got to see a love story completely just like shoved right, at, right down your throat. And, and for as horrible as it was, Ugh. we got to see Anakin turn to the dark side, right? Yeah, I guess. Okay, now... Let's take that and see. And, you know, obviously you have the original trilogy for what it was. The new trilogy, here we go. We've got the First Order, okay? 
Who the fuck are they? Who are they? Okay. How big is they're their- the new bad guys? <laughs> Thank you. God damn you guys should have had you. me on the phone. You know what? I'm sorry. I give up now. I just give up. He's got it. How big is their army? Right? 500,000 to, 500, to have a million, somewhere there. Uh, because here's the first question. Give or take. I mean, they start as... Well, I'll get into the politics of it, but go So ahead. in episode eight, right? Yeah. We see the whatever they have chasing like the ragtag ships of rebels that, that are left, right? Right. Um, the rebels destroy one of their dreadnoughts. It's like okay, but yay! But what, how much does that really affect them? Because there's just chasing. There's a lot of paperwork that has to be there's, followed up with that. Based on what? Whose paperwork? Well, the uh, first orders. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't seem like a paperwork heavy kind of group. Wow, you're not you're not seeing the back. They office. have a planet that's also a weapon, and they're not concerned about people being there and getting radiation poisoning. Right. Well, no, there's, you're forgetting about the force field. Oh, of course. That protects them from that as they're outside looking at it and not right. getting damage to the eyes. But they have special contact lenses. I got you. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't believe I have to explain this to you. It's the force of a star. No big deal. And, oh I'm not, and, and, I, and I don't want to talk about the nitpicky shit because that's, that's not important to me. You like, mean the fact I, that they zip this thing around the universe yeah. as if it's a tiny little Or cruiser? the fact that they, they sucked out a sun and that would do tribe that called just catastrophe <laughs> among. But that's, that's, I'm not concerned sure, about sure, that sure, stuff because sure. that's to me is like whatever. I'll suspend that. They destroy, because we have Wookiees. They destroy the government in the galaxy, right? They destroy the Republic, right? Right. What are the repercussions of that? <clears throat> Anarchy. How do you know? Logic. The casino planet seems to be doing fine. Speaking of which, I wanted to get to that. <laughs> right? Like, right. What, what are the repercussions for what's happening? Oh, they're in, self-governing. Oh, that's... Yeah. People that lined works, up. Because that works, right? People just figured you it out. any major power in the world right now and destroy it and everything will be just fine, right? Yeah. No, everyone's like, we'll just self-govern. We'll just pretend that they weren't there. Yeah. No big deal, right? Have have you Have never, you been to the future? Have you never <laughs> been to San Francisco? <laughs> Lawless. <laughs> Lawless. Poop everywhere. That place is just the epitome of self-governance. So we... So we we do so we take a look at that like we don't know what's left or we don't know how the, again the, the actions dire right and it's seeming like an afterthought we destroyed the galactic government right it's done okay now what happens we don't know we don't see the effect of that right and then again we come back to the trilogy's the, not done yet though all agreed agreed right we come back to you know episode eight where you have whatever first order forces are chasing down what's left right, right. <clears throat> and then you get something like. The old, one of the coolest moments in the movie, right? Ship turns around, aims itself at them, and they're like, one of the captains goes, oh my God, they're about to do, like they know what's about to happen, right? Which implies that someone has done this before, right? Sure, okay. That someone has done this trick before, right? Wait, did they actually say they're about to do like they, the Kessel Maneuver they, or something like <laughs> They made reference like, oh, my God, they're going to go to warp speed. Like they made it. They made an idea like, holy shit, this they made they made some sort of reference like, oh, I know what's about to happen. Like this isn't the first time it's been maybe thought they of. were just a good guesser. OK, maybe I'm just saying like you don't know what thing. that guy's history let's keep, is. Let's keep going with that. All right. right OK, all right, so right. she pulls off this devastating move, mm, goes yes. to light speed. Right. Absolutely annihilates stuff. Torches right? him. Yeah. OK. Why didn't the First Order just light speed in front of them, for starters? 
Right, they're chasing them down. Right. Well, you can't you can't light speed with that kind of precision. <laughs> oh, 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 really? You can you can. The thing is, she wasn't intending to like warp behind them. You're not warping, is the thing. You're light speeding. Okay. Right. Thank you for explaining this. To yes, me. I'm only man explaining this to you. So yeah. you're not. So light speeding is different than warping. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not. She she wasn't intending to just warp behind them and like boop. Now you can't catch me. She was going to go through them. She didn't care where she stopped. No, I know. But right. what I'm saying is like so they couldn't. The, the whole warped. conceit of that scene yeah. was they can't catch up with them. Right. right? Why couldn't they just go pick the coordinates, warp in front of them, and then shoot them from the front? I mean, you have to. There's a certain distance that you have mm-hmm. to have. Okay. It's like a ramp up distance to warp cool. speed. So you have one ship. Yeah. Just hang back and uh-huh. wait until sure. that distance is reached. Yeah. And then while they're coordinating with oh, everyone I see what else, you're saying. say, okay, cool. You've reached your distance. These are their coordinates. This is their bearing. Hit it. Okay, so you're saying and then have one ship wait back mm-hmm. and then one ship keep following to give coordinates. Mm-hmm. Right. So just in case they veered off course. Exactly. Right. To tell them exactly where to go. Did and they, then they have two ships there? Uh, they had a lot of ships there. Did they? Yes. I've only seen this movie once. Agreed. I can't remember yes. it. So, so there's for okay. starters, I'm like, okay, why are we just chasing him? Why can't you just get in front of him sure. and then kill him? So that. Secondly, remind me real quick too, because mm-hmm. I haven't seen this movie. Honest question: um, Did they, why did they do the slow chase? So apparently, like, could their could the the bad guy starship not just like go like two miles an hour faster and then eventually not. exponentially you close the gap? Apparently not. They okay. were bombarding them with stuff, but their shields, you know, were, were keeping it up, but they couldn't keep going forever. They were running out of fuel, you know? Right. And as they ran out, they would kill certain ships, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But they were just like, we're going to just keep trugging along at this point. It's just, it's like, a, they were like rubber banded, you right. know? They couldn't get too far away, but they right. also couldn't warp because they didn't have enough fuel. No, no, no. I'm saying what the bad guys. I know. That's what I'm saying. For whatever reason. The bad guys didn't have enough fuel? I, I mean, they had fuel, but they just couldn't go fast enough, apparently. Okay. So when you, when you break this down, it's like fuck. This seems kind of weird that we did this. Right? I dig it. Yeah. So it's a slow speed. It's a slow speed space chase. All right. So if we can establish that you can light speed in and absolutely annihilate shit, how come we didn't put R two D two in something and be like R two go uh, go light speed drone droids would be the most valuable asset robots because you could just put them in some sort of spaceship. Get them to an area and have them light speed at whatever they were, and they would absolutely destroy. The Death Star doesn't need a run through the trenches. You send fucking R2-D2 but here's the thing. light speeding right through that thing. Would that not destroy R2-D2? Yeah. So droids don't have rights? No. Oh, Doug. I think, Doug, you Doug, know why they Doug, don't have Doug, rights, Doug, Justin? Doug, Doug, Do you Doug. know why they don't have rights? Because the fucking Galactic Senate is dead. Doug, Doug, Doug. Just because government collapses does not mean... Basic AI rights go out the window. Uh, obviously, they do. Oh my God! Here we go. They didn't want to get here. I didn't want to go political. It this. took us over four years, but we finally got there. Oh shit! This is my platform to end droid rights. Guys, you are listening currently to the final episode of Mind Gap Podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been a great run. It has been great, Jared. We're sorry we couldn't have you on. <laughs> um. But, fair. That's fair. Because That's it, fair. These are the things that you can extrapolate from there. You know, also the fact that Poe was right the whole time. Yeah, yeah, but then you're just wasting ships with light speed drive, which is expensive. Oh, is, are we worried about cost? Yes. Is that what we're worried about? Apparently, Jared. <laughs> Fine, just put a droid, put a fucking strap something onto him. Don't even build a ship. Just put a. Uh, you a want a light drive. speed pack on yeah. his back? Yeah. That doesn't exist. 
That kind of technology is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I'm that's sorry. That's ridiculous. I'm right. You're, right. You're right. Laser swords are don't insane. Be a, don't be an idiot, a Doug. A planet that sucks in suns. You're right. I'm crazy. I'm right. You're right. I You're thought right. we were lo- arguing in the realm of logic, yeah. You're asshole. Right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Thank you. So Good a, call, Jerry. So those are the things that I'm starting to be like, uh, okay, we still don't know It's really how. hard to argue against these. You're right. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard. Like you look at Maz. How did Maz get Luke's lightsaber or, or Anakin's lightsaber? It was you know? gifted to her. Okay, she said that's a story Se- for another Secret time. Secret exchange. Secret stand. <laughs> She's like, woo! I won. I just bought a box box of Kleenexes. So fuck you guys. You've ever you ever seen the Storage Wars, guys? <laughs> this is why five hundred credits. <laughs> Show me that storage! This is why the call with your brother, if I was on it, would have lasted three minutes. Yeah. He would have been furious. He'd be like, what the fuck? If yeah. he's listening to this right now, or when he does, uh, I cannot, cannot wait for him to get furious at me. You know, and it's a, situ- a situation where I look at this, <laughs> and I look at the story, and I'm like, what can we do better? Because the trailer, by the way, for this new trailer, um, it seems to me masturbatory. Oh, yeah. Because like the first 100%. 30 seconds is like, do you remember just, all these movies? It's just clips. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's nostalgia. Right. And I was like, fuck your nostalgia with your fist. Right. Because I am done with this. This is what you guys are blatantly playing on, right. and I don't want it. It's like the end to this saga. You see a bunch of shit. Yeah. And then you have the, the shot at the end where, spoiler alert, Ray's holding some ridiculous lightsaber that somehow snaps, and she's holding a double-ended... Um, lightsaber that's you, a Sith one. Have you seen the gif of the... Uh, nope, I haven't seen any of them yet. The, light, the lightsaber, uh, the Swiss Army lightsaber. <laughs> I feel like I need to show it Oh to my you. God, it's, uh, it's yeah. insane. But it's just like, what they're doing is they're trying to... They're trying to subvert us, and I was like, look. What if... And this is something my brother and I were thinking about for the sake of, of story. Okay. Right? What if... We took a different route with this altogether, all right? My brother had this. Justin's going to show me this. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is amazing. That is. It's like, which one you want me to fuck you up with, Kylo? Do you you need a wine opened? I got a wine opener on here. I got small scissors. And the scissors move at the end. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Yeah, anyway, uh, real quick, before we go into that, Jared did bring up a point. He goes, I think the problem with the new trilogy was built on knowing they'll do more tie-ins to tell their story rather than just giving us the story in three films. Jared, I think that's excellently put, is they were tying shit in, and they didn't need to. Okay. Let me paint a picture for you. Again, this is mostly, this is a lot of my brother's ideas with with my stuff added to it. But what if we start episode seven. Fade in. Fade in. The Republic. All right? And here's the thing. It's been 35 years. The Republic, as we go on, we realize the Republic is the corrupt bad guy, right? Because people are so concerned at keeping the empire down, right? And get a little political with it, right? People who dissent or disagree, they're stamped out. You start seeing propaganda pop up that's like for the Republic and everything like that. And you start to realize that the Republic, while trying so hard to keep the Empire at bay, they've actually become the bad guys. And you realize that there's maybe some attacks, some terrorist attacks that are happening in response to this. And what you find out is that the leader of the terrorist cell is in league with the leader of the Republic. And the Republic is using this guy to sow fear, like V for Vendetta. And as they're trying to uncover what's going on, we find out who the real villain is. And in the midst of all of this, infighting, here you go, 
pulling some Watchmen sort of stuff in it, you realize there's a greater external threat that's coming into the galaxy. Something that's going to wipe everyone out. Call it your white star sucker. Call it your white walkers, if you will. Okay. Right. And in order for everyone to survive, they have to band together, which includes, all right, the Jedi, which at this point you don't see much of, because Luke has seen this and says, "We're not fucking doing this again." Out. He takes himself and his Jedi warriors and he disappears, and no one knows where he went. But he's like, "We will not have a repeat of the Clone Wars," and he leaves. All right. Eventually, it culminates in a situation where people have banded together. You get your Avengers Assemble moment, right? All groups of people are coming together under a, a tense and just tenuous alliance, right? And people are meeting. They're like, all right, here's what we got to do. We got to fight this external threat and have it be aliens or whatever. I know there's some non-now, non-canon book where there's this alien threat that's like you can't sense with the force and it's devastating, whatever. Have something like that, okay. right? Okay, yeah. So you figure about this, about what this is about, yeah, you know, uh, middle of episode eight. This thing is coming, right? <clears throat> so episode nine is all about how do we stop this? How do we come together, right? So you're having your big meeting, right, with all these people about, like, this is what we got to do. We got to take this MacGuffin base or whatever it is. In walks Luke and his, like, 12 Jedi. There's not that many, <clears throat> right? And he's like... Ah, know, like the apostles. Right? Exactly. Nice. So he comes in. He's like, look. Nice. He's like, we, we will defend... You know, we're the Jedi. We'll defend. We believe in this. You know, we're, we're here to help. And out in the other way comes Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren and the Sith. And people are like, oh, shit. They all look at each other. And Kylo's basically like says, if we all want to survive, then we need to do this together. So now you got this balance, right, of Sith and Jedi. You got a handful of each, right? Between the two of them, less than 25. It's kind of like your space marine situation where these right. guys are absolute <clears throat> badasses. And no, 12 and 12 up. would be 24, so. There you go. They go, and essentially you'd have an amazing moment where you have your Avengers Assemble moment where you see the troops lining up ready to fight, and then also you see Jedi light up their lightsabers. You see the Sith light up their lightsabers, and they work together to fight off whatever this is. You've got the Sith lightning blasting guys with a Jedi force push. They're working together to fight this off, and at the end... After they succeed, you know, have Luke die, you know, have lots of, you know, several of the Jedi and the Sith, they don't make it. But at the end, you basically see the Jedi and the Sith part ways. And they basically say, you know, we're still at war with each other, but, you know, in times of need for the greater good, we will come together because there's balance to the force again. And you can have situations like this, you know, like, and, and Ray's part of that story. Finn is part of that story in the sense of what if... You know, you still have the same thing where Kylo injures him poor, like really badly in Episode Seven, but instead of him being fully recovered, he gets more cybernetic. Right? They replace that stuff, so he's and he's just on a quest for revenge. Mm. He has to get Kylo Ren at all mm. costs, and as time goes on, he gets more and more implants. He becomes less and less human because he's driven by revenge. And you have a wonderful moment at the battle, the final battle, where he's got Kylo in his in his sights, and you have to decide: does he take the shot and kill Kylo? And, hope, and potentially put everyone at risk? Or does he finally put aside that? You know, there's so many cool things you could do hmm. with these types of things. You could still have your Han Solos and your Leias and your Chewies and, your, and those moments, but that's not about them. It tells a completely different story. It's, it's jumping off from everything we had <clears throat> in the original trilogy without having to fall on fucking Palpatine, without having to go through all that sort of shit. Because at this point... What's going on with fucking Snoke, right? 
Who, who is Snoke? Oh, he's I didn't give now. a shit when he died. Yeah, but it was like, well, what is he? If the real bad guy's the Emperor, then who the fuck is Snoke? How does he know so much? Right. What? Where did he come from? And it's like, if that doesn't get answered, <clears throat> we're in a real, a real pickle here. So anyway, I've just talked for a lot. I apologize, it, but I got not, real excited about thinking about that story. No, I look. The thing is, it's a it's a great story, and uh, I would say, uh, you know, if you're not happy with the story that's being made, uh, Dave, uh, Doug, go write it. Write it down in your journal. Go write and tell it. your grandkids right. about it. Put it in your dream board. You fucking idiots. <laughs> uh, Copyright claim. Right. <laughs> uh, no, it's a good story. I like honestly, that's a great story. I, <clears throat> I, it completely valid. Every every point that you brought up, completely valid, and uh, I, it, that is a fantastic story. You have come up with, and you've told me, and you and Dave have come up with and told me great I, alternatives for like how episode one, two, and three could have been mm-hmm. better. How uh, you know you could do spinoffs like the yeah. the the one thing that you story we talked about that you kind of came up with yeah. about like that one guy who's yeah. just you know um, which is not too uh, far off from the Mandalorian it's one guy kind of sure. following you know which is kind of kind of a cool uh, yeah. parallel there but um, where was it going with this um, I think you're going to I think the word you're going to use was tough titties tough <laughs> that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. yeah cool chill your tits Donna yeah yeah, yeah is what I was going to say. Uh, no, you guys have you guys have come up with these really good good things, but again, I always go back to that's not the st- yes, those yeah. would have been great stories. Let me tell you how you could have made the other Bourne movies better. Let sure. me tell you how you could have made like yeah, yeah. you could you could go down this this road, mm-hmm. but I mean at the end of the day, it's not the story that was told. That's a valid point, and thank you for bringing that up again. I think the point I'm trying to illustrate with this is that as bad as the prequels were, they told their own story. The original trilogy okay, I see where you're told their about. own story. <laughs> the new trilogy should have told their own story, but they're relying on previous material to do whatever it is that they're doing, and I don't feel like their story is going to stand alone. That's fair. And that's why I think that's the prequels fair. currently have a leg up on the new trilogy, and it kills me to say that yeah. because I do not like them. For all of their flaws, they told their own story. And I look at yeah, the new it was trilogy... A shitty story. But again, yeah, you know, like we talked yeah, about, yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. we established, and again, it is not good, but it stood by itself. And whereas when I look at the new trilogy, I'm like, you guys are leaning so heavily right. on the original trilogy to tell your story. Right. And, it's, and it's, it's, I don't feel like they're telling a really good story because it's like the end of the Skywalker story. I'm like, why is this the Skywalker story? Well, it was set up as a Skywalker story from the very beginning, though. Episode was four, it? it was. It absolutely was. Episode four. Four, five, and six were all about Luke. Sure. Absolutely. And then episode one, two, and three were absolutely telling about Anakin. So sure. it was the Skywalker story. So all six of the first movies, that fly loves you. Yeah. He smells He smells he the smells perfection. Fear, yeah. Fear. <laughs> <laughs> smells perfection. Uh, all six of the original movies were 100% the Skywalkers. <laughs> yeah. And Is it on me? It's, it's on your phone. Is it on me? Oh, God. <laughs> this fucking fly. He's like, I want to be in a podcast. Right. Ask me what I think. I've got the buzz on what's happening <laughs> in entertainment. <laughs> I like Kylo Ren. <laughs> you would, fly. Um, get out of here. Um, no, I would. But it, it, like, it's, there's no reason that the, the final three would deviate from that is what I'm saying. You, yeah, the, I feel like if it I, – here, I, I'll say this. I agree with everything that you and Dave are saying. Mm-hmm. I will say that if, if the last three deviated from the Skywalker story, I feel like that would be a disservice to what the first six set up. You, all, you, have mm-hmm. to, 
You have to finish this story off. Well, I feel like you do finish the story off in the way that I told it. So, but pfft, that yeah, was so arrogant. I know. Yes. I said it in a way that was super arrogant. Yeah, I was, too. I was, I was like, like, I don't oh, know my, how to argue with this. My story does it. Uh, Jared um, says, "Hey, Doug, maybe you should start a petition." Yeah, right. Because that's what, that's what's going to fucking happen. Right. Rewrite episode nine. You haven't seen it yet. I don't care. Right. It's like redo yeah. episode seven. Well, because rescind, redact <laughs> them from canon. <laughs> because and here's the thing, too. Let's like, retcon. Because they're already going to wreck. They're already going to retcon race story. Right. I can tell. So why not? Oh, but here's the thing Christ. too: is like these movies were not handed off in the same way that the Marvel movies were. So that's that was going to be my that next question: is that if JJ did episode eight, do you think it would have had a more cohesive storyline? It, it's there's a good chance. But here's the thing: JJ did episode seven. Was like, I'm good. I'm done here. I, so he did, but why did he come back for the last one? Because the other guy did they got throw a fired, sack of money at him? and they were probably they were like, "Please come back," and he's like, "Okay." Like it wasn't like a, "I'll be back for nine. He was done after okay, seven, but my price is doubled. And they're like, "Please, JJ, it's and, fine. We got Disney money." Yeah, right. Yeah, and the thing is, like, our market cap is two hundred sixty-four million dollars. <laughs> right, we got this. And so I look at that, and it, there's been countless, you know, I think we've talked about this before. The handoff between J.J. and Ryan Johnson was very, it was not clear. Right. It was not a group of people like Marvel who was like, cool. Right. These are the things that are going to happen. Absolutely, yes. yes. You guys fill in the gaps. Like, no one was playing that out. J.J. did his story. He's like, cool, I'm done now. Who wants to take it from here? And Ryan had already started filming and writing. Right. Not only filming, but writing it. He's right. like, oh, by the way, can uh, can we can you have R2 be on the planet with Luke? Because actually, I need BB-8 for something else that I'm, I'm doing. I'm bring him in. He's yeah. like, oh, oh, we'll change that last minute. It's yeah. like, but they're not talking about what's happening. Right. And while I appreciate totally Ryan's ability to, like, hey, we're going to throw a wrench in this. Right. We want to we do this stuff. There was also... No talk of like how that's going to affect everything else. What if J.J. Abrams is like, yeah, you know what? We want race parents to actually mean something. Right. So we'll just say that Kylo said it was a lie. It just inv- invalidates everything. They don't. This is going to sound really dramatic and probably too uh, over the top, but I don't feel like he's going to honor what he's not going to yes and. It. Right. He's not going to be like, cool, that's done. We're yeah. good. Because to me, that was pretty special to be like race parents are, are nobody. And that's the point of this. Right. Anybody can be a Jedi by the last you know scene in the movie where oh, the boy that little grabs, kid. Yeah, it doesn't well, matter who you are. That's a Skywalker nephew. Let's not get that wrong. Oh Jesus, that's Christ. a Skywalker. That would make me lose my mind. Like, what if that is revealed? Oh. What if they show that kid and he is, and they're just like, oh, oh, you mean uh, the the forgotten Skywalker? Hey, what's up? It's Chet Skywalker. I grew up on a casino planet. Yeah, bro. My name's Tristan Skywalker. Oh, hey, Tristan. It's Chet. What's up, bro? Oh, bro. I didn't see you at the Skywalker family reunion. I know, right? Apparently, Luke was just dumping his seat everywhere, man. Oh, (laughs) Luke was just fucking laying pipe. Pumping, dumping, and taking off, man. He said it was all about the Force. Right, yeah. You know, he laid that Force down, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh. I feel it flowing in me, man. He may have lost his lightsaber. He didn't lose his lightsaber, if you know what I mean. We're talking about this guy knows how to do it. Yeah. Anyway. It works really great on uh, the simple-minded. <laughs> Wait, what are you implying? <laughs> Nothing, nothing. Luke is honorable and good. Cut to it becomes a crime drama. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Dun dun. (laughs) Star Wars SVU. Jesus Christ. You want a procedural Star Wars? There you go. There it is. (laughs) Disney Plus, we got your next series. Woo woo. Um, Um, Yeah. yeah. That was beautiful. (laughs) Basically, 
it, it the episode nine. I absolutely agree. Episode nine, it, it, as it stands right now, from what I've seen, does not look like it's going to do well. It well, does I not just, look good. I, and I, I, I made this. And I agree too. Why the fuck do you need to bring the emperor back? You do that. not need to bring him back. I shouted about that when Maddie Robinson yep, was on. Absolutely. And I could shout about it again, but I don't see. And, that, and that's why I get upset with a lot of the stuff is I'm like, you guys are playing on nostalgia. Yes. Why does Palpatine have to be the bad guy again? He was orchestrating all of this from behind the scenes. Why do that? Right. 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 Like, what's the point? Right. As if we, we already had an arc with him. We gave him three extra movies in the prequels to right. see how he became. Right. Or how he rose to power. Do we really? Dude, he fell down a fucking shaft. Right. He's Where still we, alive. So by that logic, Snoke could come back because obviously no one's really dead. Well, people have also posited that he's a clone of Palpatine. Oh, Christ. You know, which is why he looks so fucked up and he knows so much and everything like that. And I don't know, man. It's why just, he looks so fucked up? Yeah, Snoke looks pretty fucked up. Oh, you're saying Snoke is a clone of... Oh, got it, yes. got it, got it. Okay, I thought you meant Palpatine that's going to be in this one is a clone of the original. And that's why I was like, Who we knows? haven't seen him yet. They could do that, too. Yeah. Who fucking knows? I mean, the idea of clones is always, it, it was has not really been played up much in the movies, but it has been a part of has the Star Wars galaxy of there being okay. clones and things like that. But I'm just like, God, you know, that's why I look at this. I'm like, let's tell something different by having these older characters in as like integral parts of the story. You're not letting the other characters get to live their story. Right. But again... Wrap this one up, put a bow on it, a gross, ugly, old, soaking wet bow, and then then you can tell the other stories. I think, but why I feel do we like need to waste almost... our time with three more movies <clears throat> to wrap it up? I feel like episode six wrapped it up pretty well. Oh, false.com. Don't click on that. <laughs> episode six ended perfectly. Did it? It did. Did it. What about it didn't end perfectly, Justin? Oh, I don't know. I'm just asking, did it? <laughs> Seriously, did it? Did it? Death Star, it's been a long time since I've seen that Death movie. Death Star 2.0 yeah. gets blown up, right, right. right? They're having a, yeah, they all have Darth a Darth Vader gets uh, lit up. Right. Palpatine's dead. Uh, They're all the having Ewoks a party. Right. are doing great. Like, the Empire's gone. Right. No, I, I, I agree. You could have gone. And they're like, no, we need more closure. It's like, how? Luke bought a house <laughs> with a subprime mortgage rate. <laughs> right. It's like, What? What is happening? He invested his money very wisely. Yep, because he knows things. Right. So you know? He knows things. He knows things. Uh, no, I just think that at this point, I guess what I was what mm-hmm. I was saying is at this point, you need to burn episode nine <laughs> as just a <laughs> wrap this up. Like, there's no way that you could have made a better episode. I think that's what my point is. There's no way Let that you could make. You, there's no way you could make a better episode nine. Okay. Episode nine needs to be burned. Uh-huh. Like, you, you basically, it's like when you're just like, look, we're gonna do this and, and get it out of the way. Like, you you need to burn this movie just to wrap it up, and then you can move on. That's. I mean, that's really how we gotta look at this. Yeah, because like, if episode seven had come out of the gate with a whole different storyline. Absolutely, but with the first two, what they are, yeah. this you, you well, here's just, the thing. you've got to let this one go. I, I still really like episode seven. I was really looking forward to what the story would be, sure. and I guess I've just been disappointed where they've the gone. Because the thing is, episode seven, as much shit as it caught, it you could have gone anywhere with it. Yeah. You, you still could have gone down a different road and introduced a lot of different shit in episode eight. Mm-hmm. You could have. They did not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and, uh, it's just tough because also the other side of this is the fans where right well they're making the popular decisions for the fans if you make the unpopular decision 
It's unpopular, but typically the unpopular decision is the better story. Well, here's the thing. I've seen people who've said that episode eight destroy their childhood get pumped up about episode nine. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was like, really? I feel like if you didn't like episode eight, you probably aren't going to like episode nine. I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah. What does that mean? I'm like, what? How, what? How can you? Have you held their feet to the fire and at least like made them explain themselves? I know. I, I have that a, doesn't make any sense. I'm having a because the thing like is it. like what's propping this whole series up is nostalgia. Yes, and I'm worried that in the future, 100%. Marvel will run into the same problem. When inevitably this stuff gets rebooted and things like that, I'm worried that people will be like, "Oh, well, I remember when Chris Evans was Captain America and his shield had it was." Red, silver, red star, and then they reversed the color scheme, and now I'm fucking confused. And now it was vibranium, but now it's adamantium because they own the rights to Fox. What the fuck are we doing? I like that. Now I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> that has completely set their world to tizzy. Uh, I <laughs> no. The thing is, it will 100. And for anyone who disagrees. It will 100% happen to Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like, Marvel's shel- Marvel has a shelf life. And, like, make no bones about it. Marvel has a shelf life. Right now, they are infallible. And they could very well keep that up for the next 10 years. They could have a solid two decades of just hit after hit after hit, no miss. There will come a day when it's inevitable. They're just every... You've... No one has a perfect streak for it. Like, no one can continue a perfect streak. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. And people just need to be ready for that. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I just, I, I'm not looking forward to the people who do that whole, you ruined my childhood. Shut up. Yeah. It's a fucking movie. Yeah. It's like, uh... like, again, I don't like Star Wars. You can have whatever opinion you want to have on them. Mm-hmm. Love them, hate them, whatever. I still think the first three are, are the, the one, original two, and, three. No, not the original three. Uh. The f- prequels. Sorry, thank you. The prequels, I never know how to address these. I know. The prequels are absolute dog shit. Uh, it's a very compelling argument that the uh, the last trilogy is worse storytelling-wise. I think look-wise, they're absolutely better. Character-wise, I still say Acting. they're better. Acting-wise, they're better. So yeah. it's, it's a, from, from a purely art, like story architecture standpoint, sure. The, the the prequel is is our superior. That is the only thing that they are superior at. Um, but that being said, it's still ruining my childhood and everyone is all up in arms. It's a fucking movie, guys. Yeah. It's a fucking movie. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I appreciate you saying... And we've saying, done an entire episode on, on it. But again, I can yeah. even say to us, it's a fucking movie. It is. And I think part of the issue with it is... What again, do you appreciate me saying? Well, I appreciate you coming and being like, hey, that's a cool story idea. Write it in your journal because it's not happening. And that's it's a valid thing to say it's, it's because... It's just my dick thing to say. No, it's true, though, because I, I get worked up when people come up with their own fan theories. When the fan theories aren't correct, people are like, oh, this movie sucks because that's what they wanted to right. have happen. Right, right, And that's fine. Just don't get carried away with it sort of right. thing. And, and I look at this stuff and I, I just get upset because for me, it seems like it's lazy. It seems like it's lazy because yeah, they're absolutely. like, what's the easiest way we can ease people back into this right. thing? And, and the <clears> fact <throat> that they've had to sort of like pause on their off cycle, you know, non-episode movies. Yeah, we because we were supposed like, to get a movie uh, a year. Yeah. 
And but like, and let's again, not forget that it was supposed to be a movie a year yeah. for the next for, like for the foreseeable future. And they're like, let's pause right. and maybe we'll do some stuff on Disney Plus. Right. Like I've heard there may be an Obi Wan show now, which I'm like, God, we don't need another. Okay. Again, the nice thing about the Mandalorian is because it does take that separation. It does. You might be able to reference. It's kind of like what the. Uh, the um, Netflix Marvel series did. Mm-hmm. They in no way, shape, they didn't. They never had Captain America on. Mm-hmm. They never had Iron Man on. Mm-hmm. They never had the Hulk. And they never had any one of those people on. They never even really explicitly talked about details from there. Mm-hmm. They just referred to the War of New York mm-hmm. or that you know the, the the big green guys off doing this thing yeah. like. They would reference it lightly. Maybe if you had a suit of armor or a magic hammer, I can understand why you were getting your asses kicked. Exactly. But they were just not. It was just a sprinkling of like, remember this exists in the Mm -hmm. universe. So if the Mandalorian does that, I'm 100% okay with that. Even a a walk by Mm -hmm. or a walk on. Like you can have like someone from like the the movies, like if Ray pops in, that's fine. I don't Mm -hmm. mind. Yeah. Well, she wouldn't because it's set right after Jedi. But regardless, what I'm saying is like, it, but the fact that the the crux of it happens outside of what we know, fantastic. Mm-hmm. We don't need an Obi Wan one. No, nope. you know we don't need a. I mean, pick. We don't need a Jar Jar Binks one. No, nope. although that would be a great. Kid we didn't show. need a Han Solo one. We did not need a. We Han need to Solo be like, one. how's he get his gun? How's he meet Chewie? Right. How's he get the Millennium Falcon? God, I it's watched like, that and just went. Bah, the I whole don't. Time. It, I you know posted an amazing article from Crack today as to why prequels are dog shit. I was like, thank you, well, guys. Well, we talked about, we, and we I talked at nauseam about this. I mentioned yeah. that. I was like, they nailed so many points from yeah. all these movies. I'm like, yes, they call out Monsters University. I was like, right. yes, like all these things because they fuck with the continuity. They fuck with the continuity and you already, there's no stakes. No. Because you know where it's going to go. And they over-explain things. They gave a yeah. lot of really great examples of, you know, horror movies that do yes. prequels. They're like, there's nothing more terrifying than the unknown. And by over-explaining something, you're like, oh, Cool. I think who who was it? They um, oh they they it was some oh shit what villain was it? I don't think it was Halloween, but there was some other um, villain where you find out his name was oh is uh, Leatherface okay from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like oh they do like these prequel things. And you realize oh his name's not Leatherface. His name was originally Tommy. And you listen to people right. saying, oh, there's Tommy. Hey, Tommy, go do this. It's like, we don't need to know that his name's Tommy. Right. The and fact that he's up, this, this, this bloodthirsty entity is wears terrifying. the skin of right. dead people and carries around a, a, ch- a chainsaw yeah. and like makes weird noises. I don't need to know where he, how he got into it. Oh, well, his yeah. family used to own a butcher shop. Right. And then he, that's where he learned how to do all these things. Right. And there's another continuity one where he lost his job and he took it out by murdering people. It's like, mm-hmm. or the, you know, the, the Rob Zombie over explanation of who Mike Myers is. It's like, oh, he had a bad stepdad. Got yep. it. You know, it's like, why are we over explaining? And then, of course, you know, we talked about too Hannibal. You know, right. Hannibal Lecter, oh, his, his his sister got captured by guys and cannibalized, so he did the same thing to those guys. Right. Uh, ta-da! That's yeah. how, it's like, why do we need to do that? And I feel like we're getting that even in these, like, newer Star Wars movies that are like, well, we got to explain stuff. And I was like, no, you don't. You don't need to over-explain it. I'm you, glad that you brought that up yeah. because it just made me have a thought of why, and Dave, I love you, but your <laughs> argument's invalid. And I have one word. Yes. Midichlorians. Oh, God. 
Ugh. The prequels will never be better. You mean than, cholesterol? Than any other of the fucking Star Wars movies because of midichlorians. They did try to overexplain that. And the fact that, you know, we'll go down it. Argu- Anakin builds. Argument done. <laughs> Anakin builds C3PO. Because. Because. Right, right. You know, like whatever. There's too many things. There's, it, in it, no world, I'm convinced now, no world are those movies better. Yeah, it's 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 tough, <laughs> um, but it's like we have to overexplain everything. It's like no, you don't. And, and I guess again, going back to my original point, my issue is that this is I shouldn't say lazy. It's safe. Yeah, and it's boring <clears throat> because it's safe for yeah. me. It's a situation where um, because we can't tell our original story because we're scared, right? Because the last Star Wars movie is Episode Three. It's been a while. We want to play it safe, and we basically redo episode four, which is kind of like, okay, all right. And then we're like, I don't know. It's just We go down this road, and I'm like, man, I expect more yeah. from yeah. a company that owns Marvel, and they could probably just go down and visit those guys and be just like, hey. Hey, Feige. Can I get a question? Just a quick question. Yeah. You know, it's just, just to can think about. on this? Yeah, like, you know. I don't know. It's just it's disappointing to me because since The Last Jedi has come out, and I liked that film at release, I defended it. I was like, no, 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 no. This was good. And then I started seeing Infinity War and Endgame, and I'm like, oh, this is how you do it. You know, it's, it started losing its luster. Yeah. I own it, but I'm like, I don't feel like watching it. Or if I do, I skip past things, which is never a good sign. I'm I like, I'm good. Yeah. I need, I need to go back and rewatch it. And just, just for the sake of being able to watch. Actually, what I need to do is I need to go back and watch one through eight. Yeah, just because go. I have not seen the prequels in a long time, and I have not seen uh, eight since it was released. Yeah, so I need to go back and rewatch all. Of them. I feel like I'm good, and that's the thing too is like I'm, I'm less inclined to get Natalie into it, and that's sad. It is sad. That's a bummer. Like because Star Wars used to be one of those things where you're yes. just like, I'm gonna show my kids Star Wars. Fucking a. I mean, I'll get around to it because. Um, you know, the Star Wars, you know, place in Disney World, which sure. is just yeah. magnificent and all that sort of stuff. Allegedly. But, but even that, like, I have no doubt that Disney did a wonderful job yeah. making this place. But at the same time, when I've seen people going into that park, footage of them going like, this is my dream come true. I'm like, you fucking nerd. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, people are like waiting for the Millennium Falcon ride and they're like, I'm in the Millennium Falcon. I'm like, no. Like, for some reason, I get so angry at that now. And I'm like, I love the fact that you're betraying two things <laughs> your nerdism and Disney. I know. Because you, you, like, you defend Disney, and as shitty of a company as it is in its parks, uh, you defend it up and down. Mm-hmm. Well, I have no doubt but that it's <laughs> masterfully crafted. I bet it's immersive. I'm sure it's amazing. I, 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 I would love to go and check it out, but my because I've, lo- I've fallen out of love with Star Wars, uh, the, the rose-colored glasses right. are gone. I see people going like, oh, my God, the Millennium Falcon. I'm like, Greedo shot first. You know, it's just like all I want to do is like poke the bear now because because the story to me has faltered. Yeah. I've, I've lost my interest in it, and yeah. I just get annoyed where people freak out about it. And I was like, I'm glad. I guess a part of me wishes I still had that love. Sure, 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 I sure. Miss yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I miss it, and I'm just like, I want them to be miserable as I am when it comes to Star Wars, and that's not fair. That is not, and that's the thing. When you do finally show them to Natalie, you have to do the best you can to be as uh, subject, like, not, like as neutral as, like, you cannot be like, now this is why you're not going to like this movie. Like, and, and I need show, her like, to make her yeah. own decision. Like, I, well, and, you know, when we were on our trip down to the And you can't love Ozarks, her less if she likes 
Episode eight. Hey, whatever. It is what it is. We like what we like. But when we were down in the Ozarks and we were just hanging out one night watching TV, Return of the Jedi was on. I'm like, well, fuck it. It's on. It's probably for you anyway because there's fucking Ewoks. But, you know, here you go. Right. And we were watching it, whatever. She was interested, you know. And I'm like, who's that? She's like, Darth Vader. I'm like, good job. You're my daughter. You know, like things like that. And and I'm like, you got to do paternity tests every once in a while. Are you mine? Yeah, okay. You're clumsy. Yeah, Yeah, you're mine. Um, It's one of those things where, you know, it's. For the sake of the pop culture references, she should be aware of it. 100%. You know? So it's it's one of those things where I do... I actually don't... Do I currently own any of the Star Wars movies? Didn't you just I, say I, you have? Eight? I have... Well, I have... Well, yeah, let me take that back. Any of the older ones. Oh, okay. I own seven and eight digitally. At one point, I had uh, the original trilogy on um, DVD. I had them on VHS. Right. I also had them on VHS. I think... I had I them on Betamax. I did not... I was not alive for that. Idiot, <laughs> but I think I, I got rid of those and I haven't like re rebought them. I've seen them yeah. on. It's like oh, buy the first six movies yeah. for seventy dollars. I'm like, but I don't really want the first three. <laughs> right, it's like yeah. It's like, but I should. I should get them all. And then it's like a situation where I'm gonna be again. In what order do I show them to her? In what order do I, I mean, do it? That's still the eternal debate. That is still the eternal debate because I mean chronologically. Or like, I, chron- like story chronologically, or like how th- everyone else. I think I think I gotta do them? original trilogy first. How everyone else consumed them? Because I just think that's a better story, and then we can go back. That I would like to hear our listeners weigh in on. Yeah, that I would like to hear uh, everyone else's thoughts. So mm-hmm. how how should when the time comes, how sh- well, in general, how should one consume? Who, if someone's never seen it before, but specifically, how should Doug show Natalie when the time comes? Uh, so all our, you'll hear all the social medias at the end and everything. But mm-hmm. please message us and let us know because I'm dying to know what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Uh, should it be episode one through episode nine, or should it be four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine? Yeah, because that's a that's a really with Rogue question. One thrown in there, you know? Sure, and Solo, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah. Real quick thoughts on that. <laughs> Back to Mandalorian. Yeah. Excited about it because again, we're exploring a universe. Right. You get to see some really cool stuff. Um it just it it's got that same feel of Rogue One. Yeah. There's in just in 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 uh what's the it's uh God, I can't think of the fucking word. It's very uh sinister um and interesting. Um and it just it seems like we're gonna get a really good opportunity to see some other stuff in that universe. And we're going to, cause you know, there's some knots of stuff that I'm like, cool. Like there's a part where he's, you know, the guys walk away and there's like four or five people, uh, in carbonite, you know, like right, that's, right. that's like, Oh, yeah. cool. It's like, this you know, is that how they, yeah, this is how they trap yeah. him and things like that. So obviously he works for Jabba or something like that, or, you know, has access to this sort of thing. So it, it's one of those things where like you're, you're going to get nice nods to things while also exploring this universe where obviously the empire is not liked on some of these planets that they go right. to. They're going to be like, uh, okay, which is kind of how it works, you know, in some of the uh, non-canon stuff. You know, the Empire, you know, in the Outer Rim, the Empire doesn't hold much sway out there. So that's where gangsters like Jabba the Hutt and stuff like that can operate. And Vader actually hates those guys. He fucking can't stand them. And he's like, get in line or, or not. And he will actually go down and hunt those guys. But at the same time, he knows when to utilize them, like Jabba the Hutt or fucking Boba Fett and stuff like that. So they can... It's just going to be interesting to see that relationship. Sure. Because 
heads on pikes. You see, like, it's again, whole, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but it looks like you have those elite stormtroopers, the guys clad in black, are aiming at something. Right. There's a point where the Mandalorian, like, draws down on, like, a, like a Mexican standoff with some other stormtroopers. So there's no love lost for the Empire, but at the same time, the Mandalorian probably isn't a good guy. Right. But it's interesting to see other elements that are not happy with the Empire and trying to figure out why. So we're going to have our... Basically, it's uh, it's your... your like a spa- it's it's your space antihero. Yeah, it's going to be a really yeah. I, it could I, be like the Punisher of some yeah, of, you know, or like, your Daredevil. If they go or down something. that road of it, I'm going to yeah. be very curious about. And it. that and that's what gets me interested because there's going to be more for us to see and more for us to explore in this galaxy. More characters, you know, because even the uh, the some of the animated series have done extremely well. Star Wars Rebels has done really well and things like that, and they build out. The galaxy more, the universe, they build it out by yeah. telling these other stories when there's there's nods and there's actual cameos, but the story is about these new characters, and they do extremely well right. because you're building out more of the story, and those where I'm like, take those elements and apply it to your main episode. And the thing is that, well, okay, apply it to the main I think we've determined that it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, and again, the main episodes are, are whatever, but I think by them wrapping up nine, and I think this frees them and frees them. It, it, I, I do truly think that it kind of unshackles them from having to do anything else ever to touch Skywalker again. God, I hope so. I, I really, honestly, truly believe that they're like, great, we, we've done this and now we've wrapped this up and now we can like start to branch yeah. out without, without feeling an obligation or having fans go, but what about this thing? I feel like they can be like, it's done. Go watch the series. Yeah. We're done here, and now we're gonna we can branch yeah. out. I, I think because I mean there is another trilogy coming after this that's not related to anything else. Oh, good. I was in, like, in what shape or form? Yeah. So it's like you know I think I can't remember who's doing it. I don't know if it's Ryan Johnson or whatever. But you also got the writers of Game of Thrones who are setting for like a six movie deal or something like that that they're going to be writing. So there's hopefully they don't get a better offer come come movie six. The, so because they're going to fucking just tank it. There is more on the way yeah. that I look forward to to get a fresh start. I There's another... Disney Plus is fucking putting out a shitload of original content. Yeah. I mean, a metric fuck ton. And there is there is a, a spin-off Star Wars series that I've heard that they're going to be releasing. Mm. And it takes place in the Rancor Pit. Oh. Yeah. And it's basically... Hey, nice, nice, nice reference of the Rancor Pit. I'm impressed. Thank you. For someone who hasn't watched this in a while, well done. Uh, and uh, it, it's it's basically just an all-out just battle royale in the Brinker. It, oh it's a, it's it's going to be really... I think they're going to save it for Hulu because it's not family-friendly. That sounds good. Because one person in every episode dies. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, the, heart, the thing is they have not come up with the title yet. I think I got it. What is it? That's, that's Wookiee for Throwdown! So, um, I already got a contender for this. This fucking fly. <laughs> so it's going to be the fly versus Doug. This fly has just been just foot fucking Doug all oh. just with his little little, little feet oh just my God. all over Doug today. I, I will challenge this fly to a duel. <laughs> Doug is really not having a good episode. Um, so I want to keep it in the Star Wars family. Okay. Uh, we why did, not? Right? They're doing it, so why don't we? We did Han Solo versus uh, Indiana Jones mm-hmm. in a previous episode with Mr. Tex. Uh, I want to put Han Solo back into the ring. Okay. And I want to have him go against Poe. In what way? Are we talking like star fighting? Are we talking like fist fighting? Yep. Both? Sure. Different things? So here's the thing. They are... It's a multi-round throwdown. 
round one starts in Starfighters, <laughs> and then and whoever then whoever loses, wins gets clone. a right, exactly. <laughs> they, well, they get a they get a they get a, an advantage once it comes to the fisticuffs round. Okay, huh. doesn't make sense if you when you get an advantage. <clears throat> sure. So. <laughs> Um, you've earned the advantage. Okay. A loser doesn't earn advantages. A loser earns death. It's oh, interesting because. Um, so let's do let's do a two round throwdown. Let's do a let's put them in starfighters first. Well, we've seen the full extent of what Poe can do in a fighter, and I mean, I feel like Poe's got Solo like done. Like yeah. I, I feel like Poe would absolutely outdo him. Poe's got Solo. Poe's got Solo. I Because, I mean, in episode seven, you see Poe, like, single-handedly going and just annihilate a shit ton of uh, New Order guys. Yeah. You see him do the same thing, like, at the beginning of episode eight. I was gonna, fighting people yeah. nonstop. I was going to say, we've seen Han at least come in and help with the, uh, when they were doing the trench run. But Now, Han is definitely a decent pilot. If you, look, if you, watched, if you watched Solo, mm. you would know. He's a smuggler, not a fighter. Ooh, well played, well played. <laughs> He's good at. I think he would definitely put up a, a pretty evasive fight, but yeah, can uh, the Millennium Falcon stand up to the Poe's fighter? I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, it survived a lot of other things. It fought, it survived the Battle of Endor. You know, uh, the Death Star too. So yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's it's a usable ship, but I just don't know if it's as nimble. I would have to say that that Poe just. I mean, again, he's Poe's a trained fighter, mm-hmm. Tra- a trained fighter pilot. Like he's, I I, I just think Poe has. He's got what it takes. Uh, I think I also think Poe is fearless, and I think Han has definitely displayed like Han is very self-preserving. Poe Poe will go in for the kill. Yeah, and Han will do what needs to be done, but but Poe is yeah Poe doesn't hesitate, Agreed. so he'll he'll go straight in. So if they're if it's a uh, if it's a winged fight, then I I'm a guy get it to Poe. I agree. Now if they're on the ground, no blasters, just fisticuffs. Oh man, I think Han is going to outdo him on that because yeah? we don't see Poe doing a lot. Like we've seen him, well, like I don't see Han doing a lot. Do well, we? here's the thing. Here's what we know about Han. Han's fucking crafty. <laughs> ah, all right. He's a crafty fucker, and I see him. You know, he uses his surroundings. Uh, he's got the um, bumper sticker "crafty fucker" on he's the got, yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, while Poe, you know, again, we see him at the beginning of Episode Seven. Um, you know, he sets up. He, he's firing his blaster at the the, the first order right. and before he gets caught by Kylo <clears throat> Ren and things like that. But we don't see him do a lot of physical hand to hand sort of stuff. Whereas Han, I mean, we watch him punch people like the best with the best of them. And I just feel like Poe will do the same thing. He'll take the same approach. He'll just sort of like bull charge in. Whereas Han will probably wait. He's the kind of guy that like lets him punch, and then he finds that opening and knocks him out. So Han's gonna Han's gonna watch. He's gonna observe. Han's gonna taunt him, right. and he's gonna put him on tilt, and then Han's gonna get him where he wants him, and then he's gonna deck him and just put him out. Okay, all right. He's I gonna can see one that. punch. He's gonna sucker punch him. Yeah. But you don't think that Poe, in his training, also went through hand-to-hand combat training? I'm sure he did, to some degree, but we don't see it showcased anywhere, is the thing. So again, you're going based off of not assumptions, based off of what we see. Yeah, I mean, I can assume that the Rebels taught him how to do some sort of fighting and whatnot, but I mean, like, I just assume... We've seen Han act, and a lot of his stuff has been beyond blaster fights. I mean, he punches freaking stormtroopers in the face with their helmets and, like, flips them around and, like, you know, (laughs) he's, he's all about that stuff, you know, and he's also really good at sort of, like, I wouldn't say setting up traps, but he can, you know, in, in episode four, yeah. he 
he taunts all those stormtroopers to get them to follow him and think like he's crafty. He's yeah. a crafty dude. Yeah, and I gotta get I got I gotta give it to it. Also, he's probably seen he has spent more time in the CD underbelly being a smuggler. So he, I would say he's probably got a little bit more real world. Yeah. I mean, in, in the sense that, sure, Poe's been in like actual war, but Han has seen some really shady shit and has had to survive. So he's got, he's got that survivor 100%. Instinct. He is going to uh, taunt Poe. He's going to just do all sorts of stuff. He's going to get in Poe's head. He's going to use everything he has in his, uh, at his disposal. He's going to be like, listen here, kid. Uh, you're an okay pilot, but uh, you know I've seen my fair share of stuff in in the galaxy. I've been from one end of the galaxy <laughs> to the other. Uh, you you don't. I scare made the me. Kessel Run in less yeah. than twelve parsecs. You don't you don't scare me, kid. Right. He's gonna call him kid. Get off my plane. He's gonna like he's right. really gonna just poke at him and pose. Just we've seen that Poe loses his composure sure. very easily. Sure, sure. So he's a hothead. So I think Han's gonna he's gonna exploit that and put him on the ground. Okay, so we're saying if it's a winged fight, Poe for the. Yes. And if it's hand-to-hand, solo for the win! Exactly. Done. Da, 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 da. That's it, guys. That's how you do the throwdown. That's how you do it. Uh, before we go any further, I want to do I want to do this at the top of the show, but I want to do it right now. I want to do a special shout-out to Mr. Noah Reno. Oh, my God. Pilot oh FX. Oh, my God. Uh, I forget anything else. Maybe seven. Uh, <laughs> we have it listed somewhere. His, his Twitter handle. Uh, he made us an amazing animated intro for our logo yeah and it's absolutely spectacular um i started using it on our youtube videos so you can catch it there but that guy uh joined us last week was on twitch said he was a visual arts guy he's like hey send me your logo and the intro stuff and i'll make something for you and he did it's fucking amazing yes i love it uh go check it out we have it posted on our on our social medias it's absolutely amazing noah Mr. Reno, you're fucking great. Thank you for doing that. I, huge, huge thank you. It, it blew us away when we saw it. Yeah. Um, I tried to jump on Twitter real quick just to see if I could figure out the, the handle. And I got, you've seen the 404 forbidden messages? I got a 403 and it says, the server understood the request but is refusing to fulfill it. It's like, fuck you. I have never been felt so dissed by a goddamn machine. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, here we go. I got this right here. Uh, we are going to go on here and we're going to go boop, 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 back. And it's gonna, we're seeing, ah, Piper Pilot FX. Piper Pilot FX. I That's totally what it got is. that wrong. Yeah. Piper Pilot FX. Yes. At Twitter. Check him out. He's a really cool dude. Yes. And a huge thank you. Nice. Yes. So absolutely. Justin, what do you have to recommend this week? Oh, my goodness. What have I watched? I, you know, I don't know. Um, it's okay, bud. I don't know. It's okay. You can't have something every week. I said the book already. Yeah. Said that show, mm-hmm. watching the boys. That's good. Nice, it is a good. It's show. Real good. Way to go, bud. I'm liking it. Way to go. Hey, keeps recommending uh, something on the hill. What's the on the hill? Showtime on the hill. City on the hill. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, it's a Showtime thing with um, it was executive producer by Ben Affleck, of course, because it's set in Boston. Uh, Kevin Bacon, um, Jonathan Tucker, Jill Hennessy, a bunch of people. Kevin Bacon's the big name in it, um, but it's a it's a crime drama. I've, I feel like I've heard someone talk about this. There's a there's a few episodes person, they said it was only one person. It was Heg, and the, <laughs> uh, they said there's a couple episodes that are a little slower, but all in all, he recommends it. Cool. So uh, I would say uh, by proxy, maybe check that out, but don't hold me accountable if it sucks. All right, there you go. Justin said it. It's 100. percent Yep, on Rotten Tomatoes. On Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> 
Um, I just started checking out this. Uh, well, first of all, if you haven't listened to uh, Wolverine podcast, uh, oh, the two shit. seasons. I got to get back on. Oh, that. my God. The first one is The Long Night. The second one is. Uh, I don't know. I forget what the season's called, but season two is excellent. It's, it's a less it's, long night. It's it's coming to an, a close, yeah. and it's so fucking good. But based on that, I got a recommendation for don't play that, please. That's not what I wanted. Um, it's called Dark Dice. Okay. And what it is, it's from the people who do uh, The White Vault, if anyone has listened to that. That's a, uh, uh, a horror drama podcast, which is interesting. Um, but basically, these same folks... Basically, they're playing Dungeons and Dragons, but they narrate it and they sound design it, so it's like a story. Yeah, and it's fucking awesome. It's horror based, and it's really well done. It's called Dark Dice. Um, if you're interested in, you know, if you've ever been like, man, you know, I don't know what it's like for Dungeons and Dragons. This is a nice sort of like dip your toes in it and get to hear people really role play. Yeah, with amazing music, sound design, and everything. It's fucking great. Right. And they take out a lot of the boring stuff that bogs down, like combat, which can take you twenty to thirty minutes to get through it. They simplify it, and they'd be like, Doug the dwarf takes a swing and he missed and then the bad guy bashed him into the stomach and he fell to the ground knowing that his ribs have been broken as opposed to roll. Oh fuck, I missed. <laughs> How much damage do I take? Like and it's it's a really cool story. Yeah. Um so I check it out the dark dice. Um really good. Um it's it's I think it's the starting of season 2, so it's pretty cool. I like it. I'm I can a couple it, episodes in. There's a podcast I'm, for everybody. It's amazing what these guys can do. I was like that's really cool. So Dig it. Dig it, dig it, dig it. Speaking of digging it, guys, check us out on all our social medias. We're at MindGap Podcast. Also, don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Look for our channel there. That's where we do Doug Watches Awkward Videos. Justin plays video games, as well as catching all of our recent episodes there, as well as we're starting to release our backlog on there as well. So if you don't want to, you know, you want to use check us out on YouTube, you can do so there as well, which is pretty exciting. Uh, also, you can email us at mindgappodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to communicate with us at all or for anything like that. And also, digitally, Justin exists as zeros and ones. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the all-man realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are sold. You can like us, subscribe to us, share us around, review us, rate us, all those good things. And then 2 east com slash mindgap is uh, where we exist on the 2 East 8th page, and you can find all our episodes there as well. Lots of ways to get a hold of us, lots of ways to listen to us, and then keep in, uh, keep in mind that 2 East 8th has a bunch of really cool projects we're working on, so please Very be cool. on the lookout for that. Very cool. Thank you all for listening. Twitch, thank you for listening. Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. You're the best. Around? Never going to let you down. Close. Nice. See you next week. Mind Gap Podcast.